0: Welcome to the Sharon Brown Podcast. This is Sharon Brown. And today's episode is four days of 29 days of original quick podcast, Christmas holiday and everyday tips by me, Sharon Leslie Brown. And this is the 29 days of original quick podcast, Christmas holiday and everyday tips by me, Sharon Leslie Brown. This is the series. So uh, it's the 22nd. So it's four, three, two, one. And the 25th is the one and final day of Christmas. You know, you can have uh, many days leading into Christmas. And uh, you can count down from wherever you choose. But the one day that is very important is the day we commemorate, which is the 25th. But we can spread that love around all year round. So don't just spread the love around on December 25th. Uh, it's a day we commemorate, but we can spread the love around about Jesus all year round, uh, for 12 months for 365 days. And when there's 366 days, whatever the case may be, let's spread the love of Jesus around and do what we can to proclaim his name in the earth so that people can come to know him and be saved and be spared from death, hell, and the grave, right? So I would want you to listen to Christian music, gospel music, and uh, Christian music, Uh, Christmas music, gospel music, and Christian music. So these have uh, the words of life in it, you know, the things that are biblical that come off the pages of the Bible and are sung to you. Uh, You can find songs that uplift Jesus and uplift God appropriately. And you can listen to those things and you can listen to the Christmas songs that are talking about Jesus and not about Santa and not about, you know, reindeer and things like that. You want something that's, uh will feed your soul and it can be uh, fun and it can be exciting, it can be joyous, but it's real and it feeds your soul. Uh, uh, we don't want to get into lying to the children and lying to the adults and lying to people about what things are. Uh, fantasy doesn't overrule reality. And we want to present to children, uh, especially and adults uh, who can Um, Make the decision to be saved. And children. Some of them at a young age. Make the decision to be saved. But we want to present people with the truth about Christmas. So they have a fighting chance. And that they can um, make a a decision to serve Jesus Christ. Confess him as Lord. And believe in their heart. God raised him from the dead. So that they can be saved. We don't want them to perish and go to hell. And then to the lake of fire. Uh, They don't have to. Uh, So. Um, there are so many things that uh you can uh look into when you're dealing with christmas uh you can look at the birth of Jesus, you can look at why he was born. you can look at all, who Jesus is in spirit and who Jesus is in the flesh and what's the significance of Jesus being in flesh and I understand from the Bible and Christians who understand the Bible know that Jesus is God. Uh, That that belief didn't come out of thin air. It came from the Bible pages themselves. So when we're dealing with Jesus as uh, God, it's because of John 1. Uh, You can read that whole chapter or you can read as far as it shows uh, the idea and the truth that Jesus is God. You can read uh, Isaiah 9, 6. Uh, it's clear the Father and the e the everlasting Father, uh, and the mighty God would be the Son and would be the child. So that shows that God would be in the flesh. He would be our Emmanuel. And then when his name, uh, would be called Emmanuel, that shows that he's God with us. And then the fact that his name is Jesus, Yahweh is salvation. That's what Jesus means. Yeshua means. So uh. Everything points to the fact that Jesus is God and there are so many different things that show Jesus is God. You can just do a, a study of that. Uh, I'll try to do something uh, for that, you know, to assist you along, but you can do that on your own. Uh, You can start the process of learning about God and how to learn about God from his word and how to search on your own. You don't have to just have People tell you about it. There's a way that you can find out these things. You can look, search the scriptures. The Bible says search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and they are they that testify of me. Now that's Jesus speaking. He says search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. And the thing is to have an understanding and know that you are saved. And you believe you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of Jesus. He says they testify of me. He's talking about himself. And the the scriptures testify of him. So they testify of him. They testify that he's God. They testify that he's Lord. They testify that he's Savior. They testify that he's God in the flesh. And it goes on. And if you read the scriptures, you can't deny what the scripture is saying. Now it's up to you to believe what it's saying and you need the spirit of God to help you do that. So you pray and ask God to give you understanding and show you, and you will understand. And the thing is that some people, they see what it says, but they choose to, uh, paint a different picture, but it's clear the scriptures are saying that Jesus is God. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a fact. Um, So, uh, we as Christians, this is a tip that I want to give. I have other tips that I can give, but I want to give this one in particular. So, I'm going to read this scripture to you. It's uh, included in the uh, episode. But, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father." And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now John fourteen twelve is saying that those who believe on him, he says me, he's talking about himself, uh they will do greater works than these. They will do greater works than these shall he do. So we understand something about Jesus, right? So you don't have to compete with someone to exceed their work that works in the natural, that works with uh, in the spiritual with Jesus. You don't have to be jealous of somebody or against somebody or trying to compare yourself, am I as good as them? Am I better than them? Or whatever. Jesus already said you will exceed his work. So that sets a precedence that people will exceed the works of those they come after. That should be the pattern to exceed the works of those you come after. This is just taking it from the stance of what Jesus said. Uh, And he's the one who's in charge. So people coming after him should exceed his work so we can look at that for natural things and say when you're dealing with someone who's mentoring you or you know in charge of something you should be able to exceed their work now uh he jesus emphatically stated that he believes on him he that believes on jesus will do greater works he wants his children to do greater works he doesn't take it offensively that people would do greater work than he 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 did and that it would be greater that he they would do uh more works. It would be greater. Uh, You don't have to disrespect someone whose work you exceed or you don't have to have to have the need to compete with them or to try to feel better than them. But just your work is greater it exceeds them, it exceeds what they did, so uh you don't exceed them per se the person of their being, you exceed the works if the, your works are greater, so we don't exceed Jesus, we don't become greater than Jesus, don't let your physical works uh make a a check that you can't cash. Don't try to say, oh, I'm greater than God because I did greater than him. I do more work than him. Oh, you can't say that. You are not greater than God. You don't exceed God. You don't become a God. You don't become God because you think you, you can outdo him. You don't have to be in battle with God. You know, the devil is in battle with God. He wants to be God. You don't have to try to become God to become uh him to try to do greater works. He's telling you, this is what he expects of you. So you don't have to fight with him to exceed. So this is something that, uh, you know, the devil missed out on. Uh, and by the same token, if he had not tried to, uh, tempt Adam and Eve and they fell, then Adam and Eve wouldn't have uh, you know, the children of Adam and Eve who get saved wouldn't have the ability to exceed and in works, the greater works of Jesus. So they wouldn't be able to do greater works. So because of what he tried to do, we are able to exceed and do greater works than Jesus. So uh, as for him, he meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. So God used it so that we could do greater works. And when we do these greater works, we're going to be bringing people to Jesus. We're going to be helping people, Uh, people get saved, people get healed, all the different things that occur and people will benefit from it. So we're going to be doing greater works. Jesus did healings. He did all kinds of things and we need to exceed that work. Uh, He brought people to salvation, all kinds of things. Though children, those who believe in him, they will exceed His work by doing greater works. Clearly, we are not better than Jesus. He still holds his position. He is God. He is the firstborn of God's children. Now, he's God in the flesh, but the flesh is actually flesh. It's real flesh. It's like a person. He's a person now. And he's also God in spirit inside of Jesus. So he's a person. And he's also spirit. So, yes, he's God in the flesh. uh, And that's the circumstance under which he came in the virgin birth. It makes sense that he would be God because the Holy Spirit implanted himself, implanted the word of God into Mary. So if it had been a man and a woman to make this baby, you might try to say that it's just a man and it would be a man. But because God implanted this baby, he, he the Holy Spirit, implanted this baby into Mary. It stands to reason that he did put his spirit in there and he uh, formed the flesh in uh, from uh, her reproductive system that already existed. So he used the reproductive system that already existed and he used his spirit to uh, perform it and he put himself in the flesh he's able to do it if he could you know you don't have a problem with him making man out of dirt so why would you have a problem with the virgin birth or uh you don't have a problem with the world existing why would you have a problem with the virgin birth it's not from a big bang that just doesn't make sense you know uh uh disorder can't create order all the disorder just created order no um um things that are evil turning for good is not the idea that disorder turns to order It's that god has a plan and he allows some things and he works and does things to make sure it is good he works it for your good all things work together for it It works for the good it's not that evil um will make good that's not how it is, but God is doing it and making it work for your good. He's planning it and making sure that it comes out good for you. So it's not, you know, some people talk about, oh, they have to have some chaos and things like that. We don't have to have chaos, but the fact that there is good and there is evil, we deal with that. And God has a plan before the foundation of the world that Jesus Christ would die. So in uh, the new Testament, it says Jesus will save his people from their sin. So he was born to die. He was born to die. How would he save his people from their sin? He would shed his blood on the cross. He would die and go to hell, take the keys of hell and death. And he would defeat the devil. He would take the keys of death and hell from the devil, you know, so so the, the tip is to understand that uh we have a principle based on what Jesus said. We can do greater works than Jesus, but we can't become greater than Jesus. So let's keep that in mind. And when we're, you know, uh, the disciples try to say, who would be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? now ponder that you know they're thinking who would be the greatest um and you know who's out of the apostles and out of the disciples who's gonna be the greatest so it's not so necessarily terrible to wonder who's gonna be the greatest or whatever who's gonna whose works is gonna exceed but it's not that you're better than somebody like your substance the person who you are is necessarily better than somebody your works may exceed and but that doesn't mean uh that you are necessarily, uh, more important to God than anybody else. God loves his children. He died for all of them. His blood didn't shed more for somebody else than it shed for everybody. Everybody's sins can be forgiven. Everybody won't accept though. Hopefully you take the opportunity and be one of them that accepts, that confesses and believes according to Romans 10, 9, and 10. So, um, You don't have to compete with Jesus. Some people, I'm realizing, uh, and this is a tip too, some people don't want to uh, confess Jesus. Some people don't want to follow Jesus because they are jealous of Jesus. Uh, They have that spirit of the antichrist, or they have that spirit of the demonic spirit, that satanic spirit, that devil spirit, that Satan spirit, that they want to be God. They want to be their own God. So they're in competition with God and they want to be greater than God, like Lucifer. They want to be God. So the thing is that All the issues that it seems like that the devil had that he wanted uh, to do uh, uh, and he wanted to force on God and want to take from God. Well, we are getting a lot of those things through Jesus and we don't have to compete with Jesus to do it. Now, uh, the devil Lucifer wanted to be God and sit in the congregation and do this in the congregation of the north and all that. We will judge the world, the saints. We will um take part in that. So we are doing things like Christ. Uh we are um going to rule and reign with God and, and with Jesus in the new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. So We are getting to do things, and the Bible is putting us on level like we're like Christ, and you know Jesus is God in the flesh, so we're like Jesus, and so we're getting to be put on a level, you know, and we're a joint heirs with Jesus. We're getting to be put on a level that we didn't have to steal to get to, whereas the devil was trying to bold God and take this authority and take it, but we're getting a lot of it in some form from God without having to fight God and to steal from God and to try to become God and to try to replace God. God is allowing us to rule and reign with him. He's solving the problem of people ever trying to uh, want to become him again. So He came, he did the situation where he came down and shed his blood and made sure everybody would, uh, be saved who wanted to be saved, who would, uh, confess and believe, but he also did something else. And this is an observation, uh, and another tip, he is giving us this status where we have authority like him in the flesh. So him coming down in the flesh also does something it gives us and us not necessarily equal footing but equal footing that we are co-heirs with him we are not jesus we are not god in the flesh but we have his authority with him we're ruling and reigning with him so we are being put in a position where we're elevated uh and, and this is something the devil wanted to do. He wanted to be God. So he wanted to rule and he wanted to do this. Well, we're getting to rule with Jesus and we don't have to try to unseat him. He came down and he's solving a old problem, whereas people would try to become him and people would try to outdo him and people would try to uh, take his spot and want to become him. So in essence, he's dealing with that situation or it's working itself out. And I I know he's not surprised by it, but it's showing that uh, the things that the devil wanted to take by force, God is allowing us to come into spiritually and naturally by confessing and believing uh, as according to Romans ten nine and 10. So whereas the devil wanted to bow God and take it and debow as they say, and all that, God is giving us this authority through Jesus. And when we accept him, yes, our sins are forgiven. That's the most important part. Our sins are forgiven because of his shed blood, because he was born to save his people from their sins. So we have that. We have the salvation. But we also get to do greater works than Jesus. Can you imagine? We get to do greater works than God in the flesh. He's allowing us to exceed him and he's not going to punish us for it. Well, he's not going to say, you can't do that. You only do what I did. You don't do anymore because I'm God and I'm the God in the flesh and you can't do more than I do. He's not tripping. He's saying there is a situation where people want to exceed. People want to be and people. Want, he's giving us the ability to exceed his works. Can you imagine this? You know, the, uh, it's dealing with a problem that people would have. He's giving it to us, but he's giving it to us. We're not strong arming God to get these things. So this is settling an old score that will never have to be dealt with again. So it will never have to come up again. Uh, I think I'm greater than God. I want to be God. I could do his job. He's actually allowing us to do some of the things that he does as Jesus. We can't be him in the spirit and sit on the throne and uh be exactly the way he is and create man from the dust of the ground and things like that. We can't do that, but he's given us the opportunity to be like Christ. So that solves another problem that we had, that mankind wanted to be God. Mankind wanted to be exactly like God and wanted to replace God because the devil tried to do it. So then Adam and Eve thought they could do it by eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and they could become like God, knowing good and evil, etc. But God is solving this problem by giving us the ability to exceed Jesus' works by doing greater works. So I just find this so uh wise, and it's like this issue will never be a problem to him again because he's settling it. Okay, I'll let you uh get on my level. You know, it's like God is coming down to us and letting us be on his level. The prime reason was to save us from our sins and to shed his blood and all of that. But he's also cured another problem. That people want to be God. So in the new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem, uh, there's not going to be people trying to be God because we are like Jesus, God in flesh. So he came down to our level and he's given us the status to be able to do greater works than him and exceed the works that he had done. So we and we are able to do miracles and things like that and do things on the level of what god has done in the flesh so this is dealing with a problem that man had and this problem will never be an issue for him again so i see why there is not going to be any kind of rebellion in the new heaven new earth and new jerusalem there's not going to need to be because he solved the problem when he came down in the flesh uh he also gave uh mankind the authority in jesus name to exceed his works you know i don't know why he uh decided that he would stroke our eagles even a little bit to be able to do this but it's not for our eagles it's so that we can help other people come in to know him and the greater works are needed to be done so that people can get what they need out of jesus name so we do greater works but it's in jesus name but he's dealing with another problem the problem that mankind wanted to be god so now we are co-heirs and joint heirs with jesus so we get the status that jesus has in a sense we don't become god in the flesh but we rule and reign with him so uh The problem that the devil wanted to rule and reign and replace God, we can't rule and reign and replace God, but we can rule with God in the flesh. We can't uh, rule and get on the level with God in the spirit and sit on his throne and, and okay, this is your day to sit on the throne, God. And then I'm going to come on Tuesday and Friday. You know, it's not going to be any Tuesday and Friday. It's going to be eternity. So we're not going to be in our finite uh, bodies. We're going to be in the infinite state in eternity, and we will be able to rule and reign with Jesus in our glorified bodies. We're not going to exceed the works of God in the spirit. Where he sits on his throne and rules and reigns over everything, we can't do that. But he has come down to us and he's met us where we're at and allowed us to, uh, you know, be able to exceed the works. It's for one thing, but it's it's also settling another issue. So there should never and will never be another uprising and, you know, apostasy and all kinds of things like Lucifer did when he wanted to be God. So now God has cleansed us from our sins and he has allowed us to rule with him and allowed us to be co-heirs and joint heirs with him. So he says, see, I'm like you, you know, now I'm just like you. I'm in charge. I'm the ruler. I'm, I'm all that. But I'm like you. I've become like you. So now you don't have to fight with me and you don't have to try to want to be me. I became like you. So I put us on um some kind of equal footing, whereas we are co-heirs, but he's still God in the flesh. So He's done something. I mean, the humility of God and Jesus, when you look at the things that it actually deals with and handles, it's amazing that God humbled himself this way and that God allowed himself to be in this position to be on level and co-heirs with, you know, human beings that he created and he uh, created a body for himself and came in the flesh. He didn't have to do this. So, you know, uh, it's a wonderful blessing that God uh, decided to do this for us. So it's not only just the blood that he shed, because that's the most important part. He did that. But he also cured the problem that we would ever be like Lucifer to try to be him in the new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. That's not going to come into that realm. And for all eternity, it's going to be uh, peaceful and glorious and worshiping and we'll be inquiring in his temple and we will not be competing with God. We don't have to compete with him. We don't have to want to sit in the sides of the north and do all this stuff. We're going to be ruling and reigning with Jesus. So you see how he did that? He solved the sin problem and he also solved the problem of people wanting to be like God and be him and sit on his throne and all that. Uh, He brought himself down. So it's very important that he came in the flesh. It had to be that his blood was shed, innocent blood that had no sin. That could only be God. And if you don't understand that, you know, you need to pray because if you don't understand an angel couldn't do it because they can sin, God is the only one that can't sin. Why is God the only one that could be the Lord and Savior? Because he's the only one that couldn't sin. So Jesus has to be God or else it is invalid because the fact that an angel or a man or a demon or any other creature could not satisfy sin and cleanse us for our sin from our sins because they have their own sin and they have the capacity to sin. God does not have the capacity to sin, and so God in the flesh is the only one whose blood would be clean and wash us because He was guiltless and sinless. So, ah. Uh, you there's many things you could do as far as food. You can get your stuff prepared. Uh, I can tell you about uh different tips. Uh, I'll I'll throw in some tips about food. If you want to, you can take whatever meat you're gonna cook and you can season it, and season it now, and you can thaw it out. Uh, right today would be not bad to have the meat thawed out and uh it can uh w- or uh I guess you can do it the day of or the day before but you can season it and then uh if you want to do something like that but I don't know if you want to unfreeze it and then uh have it for a couple of days but maybe on uh the 24th you can um season it and have it marinate in the seasoning and then cook it on the 25th Uh, so today might be kind of early, but you can do it earlier than the 25th. You can have it, uh, marinate a little bit in the seasoning so that it can take on the flavor. If you don't have a frozen bird, then you can do it on the, the 22nd, which is today. If you have a bird that's not frozen and it's a fresh bird, you can take, uh, the bird and you can season it and let it set uh, in the seasoning for the next couple of days until you cook it on the 25th. So, uh, you can make sure you do that. It'll make it, um, it'll be kind of more tender and more, uh, tasteful and juicy, uh, to have it. You can have it marinate in whatever marinade you have, or you can, uh, have it, uh, marinate in the seasoning that you, uh, make up for it. You can, uh, test out different seasoning and then you can, uh, put the seasoning that you like on it and let it marinate and sit on it for a while. And, uh, it will be very tasty for you. Um, that's a a good tip. Uh, so if you're going to make pies, you can get already made crust. You can get a graham crust. You can get crust that is, uh, flour based crust or you can try to make your own crust if you know how to do that. You know how if you are willing to do all the things that take it takes like roll with the rolling pin roll out the dough and all that kind of stuff. If you're willing to do that, you can make your own pie crust. If you are not willing to do that, you can buy store-bought crust or you can buy store-bought pies or you can buy a store-bought crust and then make your own center of the pies. Now you can do that either um, different ways. You can make the center of the pie by using uh, some uh, pumpkin that is a pure pumpkin in a can. It's only pumpkin. You can find some pure pumpkin. You might find some pumpkin that's seasoned with pumpkin spice and the cinnamon and nutmeg and all that, you might find that. Uh, Don't try to get... uh, something that has all kinds of additives and things. If it has natural ingredients, try to get that the most. If you can't get that or you can't find it, then you do what you have to do. You might get some additives, but if you can try to get the most natural thing and make sure it doesn't have a cancer warning on the food. If it says G, uh, non-GMO, make sure it's it's safe. Read the packaging of the food you buy because I found a non-GMO uh natural uh gluten free product and it has a cancer warning. So it's healthy supposedly in all these different respects, but it has a cancer warning. Uh so because when they heat the food up a, and a certain acrylamide or something uh comes from the food when it's heat up a certain level. So it, it's cancer causing and forming and things like that. So just make sure the food that you're buying uh is not poisonous to you. The FDA should really pull foods and products off the market that uh, it says it's cancerous. The warning 65, I believe, from out of California, there should, right now we have the warning, it's good so you'll know, but there should be no foods on the market that require a cancer warning. If there's a product that is cancerous, it should never be on the market or it should be decancered Whatever the process it is to make sure the food does not produce cancer toxins should be done. If you can't make the food without it being cancerous, you should not put it on the market. The FDA should ban products that cause cancer. Cigarettes should never be on the market that cause cancer. They should find a way to use tobacco. Where it does not cause cancer, it should not have tar from the ground on it and different uh, things that are poisonous in it. So uh, make sure you can try to get the foods that are the most healthy and natural. Uh, you got to check to see the even if it says organic, if it says non-GMO, make sure there's no cancer warning or um, bioengineering, something weird on there. You know, the package will, uh, most of the packages will tell you What exactly is going on? So uh, you have to make sure that you're not purchasing food that has cancer warning. And also uh, apply that to clothing, furniture, and other things. Read the tags on your clothes, your shoes, and everything, because they also have stickers on it and tags that say warning 65 cancer warning. And you should not be getting those. Or if you have to have it, if you can't you you have you wanna wear it or something, make sure you don't keep it on. Uh keep it on as least as you can. But these products should not be in. Um in the cycle, they should not be sold, they should be out of cycle, they should not be available for public consumption. They should not be available, it should not be for human beings to use. Uh so um when you buy the foods, just make sure you get something good and uh you can season your bird. And we want to make sure uh we fight for natural foods. Uh, a lot of people are paying a lot of money for fake food. You know, you're paying for these potato chips and things that have uh all these kind of additives and fake things and then bioengineered, and they have the nerve to charge you uh mitt and a grip. They're charging you so much money, and the food is fake. Instead of you paying for the natural food, so the natural food uh some of it you you can find it's expensive expensive. Some of it you can find it's um, on sales. Some of it you can find it's a bargain. Some of it you can find it's underpriced. It's below price and things like that. You can find it in different places. Go to uh, places and find the different sales and find the lower prices and find the quality food. If you have to purchase a lesser brand, check the ingredients to see if it's worth it. You don't just buy something because of its name. You, if you purchase based on the name and the price, you will be putting your life in jeopardy. So I have found things with great name brands, non-GMO or great name brand clothing. And it has uh, the warning 65 for cancer warning, for clothing, name brand clothing, and for food, name brand food with non-GMO label and healthy and all this. uh. So you need to make sure when you purchase gifts, when you purchase household items, when you purchase clothing, when you purchase food, make sure that your food is what it says it is. Look at the ingredients. The less the ingredients, the better. If you have more ingredients, make sure they're natural ingredients. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Fortified would probably be okay. But Fortified means they're putting some... uh, um some, it's supposed to be good things that they're putting in there, like, uh, some things to enrich it and stuff like that. I would have to research to see what the enriching process is and if it's, uh, a healthy process and everything. But as far as I know for right now, the enriching process, uh, is just putting, uh, vegetables, uh, like healthy, uh, things in there, like, you know, uh, zinc or whatever the thing may be. It's some kind of, uh, vitamin, uh, stuff in there. So when they enrich it, so as far as I know, but if you look and see that there's something to the enriching process, then we have a whole nother situation. But if you want to make sure you get the ingredients in its natural state and it has its own vegetables and vitamins and things in there, uh, it has its own vitamins that it, it contains. So, uh, It's not necessary to get fortified foods, but if you choose to get fortified foods, you can look into that. So I'm going to try to look into fortified foods and make sure that's something that's healthy. But for right now, you can try to get uh, food in their natural state. And if you want vitamins and things in the food, you can get uh, foods that have the vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C. You can get the various foods, get a colorful diet. This is something that I will also give you as a tip. Uh, make sure your diet is colorful. When you uh, use different uh, vegetables, try to get, uh, you know, if you're going to do it throughout the week, uh, try to get different vegetable colors throughout the weeks, throughout the days get different uh, vegetables going and stuff like that. You can mix vegetables and um, make a mix of it. You can take a pack of this and a pack of that or a a stalk of this and a a stalk of that and and mix it together and cook it together and uh, have some remaining so that you can cook it together and you can have the uh, mixed vitamins of the different colors of vegetables. So if you have mixed vegetables, you can either buy a pack of mixed vegetables that already has the vegetables mixed and does not have additives. It's just the vegetable ingredients in a bag form, frozen, things like that. Or you can get it natural and mix it up together and it will give you the different vitamins from the different vegetables together so you'll be getting a fill and it'll be colorful that's something that's pretty good you can also make sure you get your leafy greens that's good for your body i believe the leafy greens have uh iron and stuff like that um you and you'll find out uh what the different uh vitamins and things uh that uh and nutrients that the vegetables have for your body Um uh, but uh, it's good to have multiple mixed peppers. If you can get bag peppers and stuff, or you can get uh, peppers to cut up and put in your food. Get a mix of color of food and put it in your food so that you can put vitamins and nutrients and minerals and things in your system by using the mixed color food. You can use the grapes. Uh, you can use uh the blueberries the different uh seeded grapes would be the best, and you can use the uh mix of the different color vegetables strawberries raspberries blackberries blueberries uh try to get the gamut uh you know uh some produce is very expensive, so you find the vegetables and the fruits on sale make sure you find a sale so that a sale so that you can partake in the multiple colors of vegetables and fruits. So, if you uh, would mix up your diet and mix and match it and get uh, things that are on sale, you would be adding to your diet the multiple colors of vegetables and fruits in your diet. You can, if you want to, have some staple foods that you buy, but you can also mix and match in there. And try to make sure that you have a stable diet of colorful foods. Because with each color of the food, there comes different nutrients based on the color of the food. And you can look at the charts to find out what the nutrients uh, is for each different color. But the food colors mean something. And uh, you can find out the foods that have natural colors so you can understand. You're looking for natural colored food. Blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, uh, strawberries, uh, different melons and different things. Whatever, you know, whatever they have to offer, you can put it in your diet. And make sure you have uh, some fruit in your diet. You also don't want to shy away from starch. You want to have starch in your diet. It's important for your diet. You want protein, you want vegetables, you want fruit, you want, you want the different food groups. And the food groups help work together. So you have a, a balanced diet and you will um your body will be able to work better because of getting the full nutrients and make sure you get uh the herbs and spices and stuff. To put them in your body. And the food is food and it's good. It should taste good. You don't only have to eat for sustenance. Like some people, they just eat for sustenance. The food tastes good. I'm going to enjoy the flavor too. I'm not just eating, you know, just the sustenance. The food is a, eating food is a pleasureful activity. I'm not going to be angry and mad at having to eat like it's a problem. Don't make eating a problem. Like I just do this to sustain myself you, it's, it can be pleasurable. You feast on the holidays. So of course, food is pleasurable too. You don't make food your, um, uh, activity where you have to eat, uh, you know, just all kinds of food with all kinds of, uh, unhealthy things in it. You can find flavors that are good. You can use a lot of different things you didn't think you could use, but Things have to be done in moderation. The Bible says uh, anything done in excess is a sin. Don't exceed, don't do things in excess. But you can make sure you have the variety of colors and food and make sure that uh, your body is getting all the nutrients that it needs. Uh, if you can't uh, have certain foods and your body rejects it, you know what you can't have, fine. But uh, the things that you can have, try to partake, and uh, you can pray to God in Jesus' name to try to heal you from uh, any uh, problem or uh, health problem you may have or whatever. But uh, you make sure that your diet is uh, a nice one. That's why I did in the 29 days of uh, uh, this this series. In one of the episodes, I said where you would um, have more vegetables in your uh meal for the holidays. So for Christmas, don't just have one vegetable, two vegetables, try to get four or five vegetables. Make these the staple of your dishes and you can jazz them up. You can season them up. You can uh, put sauces in there that are nice and natural that may have some uh fruit uh flavoring in there. You can put some kind of sauce that's fruit based where the um the sauce would be natural flavored. Uh it can be uh herb based flavor where you have a nice flavor. But if you want to get some uh sweet taste to it, you can use fruit as a you can um uh, put it the fruit in a blender and use the fruit as some kind of uh base for a sauce or something. You don't have to use the uh i like vinaigrette but i also like i can make my own flavors for sauces and things like that and i use a lot of herbs and spices uh the herbs are healing to the body they uh give the body nutrients that is healing for the body that is medicine to the body the nutrients to the body is like it's like medicine to the body it's giving the body what is missing, what it needs. And so it is feeding the body, but it's also like medicine, but, uh, it's a pleasurable experience when you're eating food. Uh, you should not have to take vitamins. You can get vitamins out of the food. I don't know why, uh, people want to replace food with fake food and food with vitamins. Uh, we should be able to get the foods we need and the mix of foods we need so that we don't have to take the vitamin. We know that there's a big pharma and they want to sell their wares, but we need to um be able to eat our way into health and good uh living and not have to take these medications. But if People need to take vitamins to sustain their, you know, their intake of nutrients. That's fine if they choose to do that. And I'm not saying don't do it at all. But what I'm saying is if you can get your nutrients from foods and you can get the mix of the foods and the, and the mix of the colors and things and make sure you're getting all the necessary um, nutrients out of your food, you would eliminate the need for vitamins and supplements if you could get that from out of your food. So, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it might not be, uh, as quick as you want it. Like you just pop a pill and that's it. And you go, uh, but you can, uh, eat v- uh, vegetables in their natural state, or you can cook it and saute it and, you know, do whatever, And uh, you can make a soup with it and things like that. And you can get the natural nutrients of the foods so that you won't have to necessarily take supplements or you'll more so be eating the foods for the nutrients than using supplements and pills and things like that. Uh, But just try. So for the holidays and for all year round, make sure you're buying brands with the best Quality ingredients, not the best known name. You're not purchasing, uh, you know, status. You're purchasing nutrients for your body. Uh, things taste good. If you want something that tastes great and outrageous and amazing, buy the seasonings to do it. You don't have to get something that has MSG in it or some additive or fake thing. You can get something that you can put the garlic in there and you can put all kinds of onion and you can put the different flavors in there yourself. You can put that in your food. You don't need to have uh, the fake uh, additives and preservatives and all these weird things in your food to, um, and to get and major uh, sugars and things to make your food taste good. Now, that doesn't mean you cut out sugar. You don't have to cut out sugar completely, but you can derive sweet tastes from fruits and things and you can cook them in your food and have a nice tasting meal without having to go to um the cane sugar all the time. You can use cane sugar, but everything should be done in moderation. Everything shouldn't be excess. You know, that's biblical. Um, uh, Anything you do wearing the excess, excess is a sin. So, you know, adjust as you go along and see what, um, what things are working for you. Make sure you're not overdoing it in any respects of, um, you know, and you don't want to be overly healthy where you don't eat anything. That's not, uh, you know, you can, um, splurging and have butter and things like that but you would still want to get things that have natural -er ingredients but if you choose to eat things that are not necessarily so pure and stuff you might be able to do that every now and then or do that because you're eating so clean and healthy but i would suggest that if you can try to get the food that are that have the real ingredients so that you can give your body the best opportunity to function the best our bodies is the temple of the holy spirit so on this christmas uh season and on this uh, fourth day i want you to treat your body like the temple of the Holy Spirit. You know, Um, uh, Mary's body was a physical temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit overshadowed her and put the word of God into her. So the word of God, she was the temple for God. And she held the very God in her womb. We hold the spirit of God in our flesh. We Because Jesus came and he died and he did all that and he rose, we are now able uh, to be part and parcel of the kingdom of God and we can have his spirit within us. Our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. So we want to take care of this temple. We're supposed to take care of this place that the Holy Spirit lives. So we want to feed our bodies properly. And if we can make sure we have everything don't cut fat out of your diet completely. That's not natural. That's not normal. You can get healthy fats. You can find out what benefit each fat has for your body. Don't cut out something that your body needs. Before you cut out things from your diet, make sure you understand what it does for your body. So don't just say, I'm cutting everything out. You know, you need fats. You need you need uh, starch you need sugar sometimes, uh, you need some, you need the different foods, uh, but you can do it in moderation. You shouldn't always have some sugar filled cookies and things like that, but you can have sometimes. uh, cookies with sugar. Uh, some people may have cookies every day. Uh, it depends on the amount that you're having and it depends on the natural ingredients in there. And it depends on, uh, how you're balancing out your diet. You have to make sure that you're balancing out your diet and that you are uh, making sure of what works for your body. So you have to also adjust your eating according to how it's working for your body. And so eating uh, foods that are processed and things like that, that's not the best for your body. But eating things that are um, in its natural form is best. But you don't have to have stale, nasty food that don't have no flavor. That's not how I live. I eat nice and healthy. Since I was younger, um, my nickname was peaches because I love fruit. So I eat fruit before I eat anything else. But I also like cake. I love cake. But you don't have to have cake that has artificial ingredients that and things that your body craves. See these artificial ingredients make your body crave stuff you want to eat more and more and more and more and more, and all kinds of different reasons why you overeat and do different things and your body is not well but if you eat natural ingredients, you can have cake you can have uh you know different things you can have uh icing made from uh uh eggs that is uh pasteurized. So the eggs has to be heated up to a certain temperature and then you can make uh the um egg, the thing from the eggs. You can make the cream from the eggs. You can make uh uh different kinds of creams uh for the cake, but make sure it's natural ingredients. Don't overdo it, but you can have tasty food. You can make a tasty cake and it doesn't have to have sugar in it. It doesn't have to have cane sugar. You can use fruits and uh multiple, um, fruits and things like that to flavor your, uh, your meal. And, uh, I have some secret fruits that I would use to flavor things that need to be sweetened. Uh, you know, I'll go into all that. But what I'm saying is that there are ways to get what you want without compromising healthy food. You can have healthy, tasty food. And it seems like it got to be bad for it to taste good. That's not true. People don't know how to cook if you have to have bad ingredients to make something taste good. Why do you need fake stuff when you can get the original stuff? And it must cost something to have all these fake products and chemicals. These chemicals have to cost money to have to make these chemicals where you can, uh, get the farmers to grow these products and they can sell it for a nice price and you get a lot of farmers and they can sell it for a good price and make a lot of money and have there's enough people to go around to service the farmers we need to make sure we stop them from uh cutting out the farmers we need the farmers we don't want fake foods we don't want to eat bugs we don't want to have bugs replace our meat that's not what God said about our diet. He didn't say that we would be eating, uh, you know, different things like that, like bugs and things like that. So I'm just saying that make sure you're eating healthy food. So back to the fact that we don't exceed uh Jesus in authority and we don't exceed him as being God and we don't become God with him, but we are like Christ and we are heirs and joint heirs with him so we uh are children of god and we thank god for coming in the flesh and he died for our sins but he also made sure that we could be able to exceed him in works and we will be able to reign with him we have to take these things into account what did we gain when we accept jesus christ as lord and what will we gain If we accept Jesus Christ as Lord, we gain salvation, eternal life. We gain all that. But we also gain the status of heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. The problem the devil had, he wanted to be God. We don't have to fight with God and say, I want to be on the same level. We are heirs with Jesus. We are joint heirs with Jesus. That problem is solved. It never has to be a, a problem again. We're going to rule and reign with him. So we don't have to worry about, uh, I want to be somebody. I want to be great too. He made us great in him by shedding his blood. He paid for our sins and he also raised us up higher so that we could rule and reign with him. So it's like spitting in the devil's eye. You try to take it from me, but I'm giving it to my children freely and you can't be me and they can't be me but they can be like Christ. They can be like me in the flesh. So God came down to be like us so that he could pay for our sins and so that we could be like him in the flesh, heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah Christmas in Jesus' name. John chapter 14, verses 12, 13, and 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Water of the word, wow. Segment. Luke one seventy six and seventy seven, and thou child shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Sharon Brown sings SBS segment.
1: Have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah, Christmas in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah, Christmas in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah, Christmas. In Jesus' name, have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, Christmas. In Jesus' name, this is the Christmas song, you can sing it all year long and you will not get them gone this celebrate Jesus Christ was born have a happy healthy holy hallelujah christmas in Jesus name have a happy healthy holy hallelujah christmas in jesus name have a happy healthy holy hallelujah christmas in jesus name have a happy healthy holy hallelujah christmas in jesus name this is the christmas song you can sing it all year long. You will not get the gong. This celebrates Jesus Christ was born. Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah, Christmas in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy, Hallelujah. Christmas in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy. Hallelujah. Christmas in Jesus' name. Have a happy, healthy, holy. Hallelujah. Christmas in Jesus' name. In Jesus' In Jesus, in Jesus' name.
0: Have a happy, healthy, holy, hallelujah Christmas in Jesus' name. The wise men were looking for Jesus. He was born to die for us. There was salvation and great joy brought to those who had Thus sin blues, and the wise men proclaimed, and said in the days of red, where is he that was born, the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. Where is he that was born, the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. They follow that star, they follow that star, RR, to worship Jesus Christ the king to worship Jesus Christ the lord or oh, they follow that star they follow that star or uh, R uh, to worship Jesus Christ the king to worship Jesus Christ the lord and say amen hey, they follow that star they follow that star or uh, uh, to worship Jesus Christ the king to worship Jesus Christ the lord or oh, they follow that star they followed that star RR to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior. The wise men were looking for Jesus. He was born to die for us. There was salvation and great joy brought to those who had the sin blues. And the wise men proclaimed and said in the days of Herod, where was he that was born, the King of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Where is he that was born, the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. They follow that star, they follow that star, or are to worship Jesus Christ the king, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord. Or, or. they follow that star, they follow that star, or, or to worship Jesus Christ the king. To worship Jesus Christ, the Lord and say year They follow that star, they follow that star R. To worship Jesus Christ the King. To worship Jesus Christ, the Lord or Odd. They follow that star. They follow that star R. To worship Jesus Christ the King. To worship Jesus Christ. The Lord and say year The wise men were looking for Jesus. He was born to die for us. There was salvation and great joy brought to those who had the sin blues, and the wise men proclaimed, and said in the days of Herod, where is he that was born, the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. Where is he that was born, the king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. They followed that star. They follow that star or uh, are uh, to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord or all. they follow that star? They follow that star or ah, uh, uh, to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord or all, and say A year. They follow that star, they follow that star or ah, uh, uh, to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord and say A year. The Lord and say, Ave your. They follow that star, they follow that star or uh, uh, to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord and say, Ave your. To worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord, to worship Jesus Christ the King, to worship Jesus Christ the Lord and say, Ave your. He'll save you. Confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. You don't need to follow the star. You can follow the Bible. Romans ten nine and 10. They followed the star because they didn't have Jesus. They knew to worship him. You should know to worship him. You should know to get saved now, this day, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
1: Oh come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye, to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, yea, Lord, we greet thee. For this happy morning, O oh, Jesus, to Thee be all glory given. Word of the Father, now in flesh appearing, Oh come, let us Adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation. Oh, sing. Oh, ye bright hosts of heaven above. Glory to God, oh, glory in the highest. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, him, Christ, the Lord. I, Dest, De, Fidel, Venite, Lady, Tree, Fountains, Not to be dead. Regem Angelorum Venite Adoremu Venite Adoremu Venite Adoremu Dominum O come all ye faithful adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Christ the Lord.
0: Oh, holy night. The stars are bright and shining. It is the night of a dear Savior's birth.
1: Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared, and the soul felt his worth fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night. I. I, I. Divine, oh night, divine. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his worth. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, I divine. Oh, night divine. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels voices. Oh, now I divine. Oh, now I divine.
0: Salvation Nation SN segment. romans ten nine and 10 for if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thine heart god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation repeat after me jesus i confess you as lord and i believe in my heart that you rose from the dead You said in your word, if I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, that I am saved. I have done so, and I am saved. Thank you, Lord. Sharon and the Rose of Sharon segment. You've just listened to the Sharon Brown podcast, where the Rose of Sharon is the star. Jesus is the Rose of Sharon.